Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time for another episode of Let's Talk Real Estate. Your weekly BS with Barry Saywitz about the current commercial real estate market here in Southern California as we take a no BS look at both sides of the issues driving the market today with our man right in the middle, Barry Saywitz. Hey, Barry. Hey, Paul. Uh, we're back here again for uh, some more real estate talk. I'm Barry Saywitz, president of the Saywitz Company and Saywitz Properties. And in my 30 plus years of being in commercial real estate, I've been on all sides of the deal as a buyer and a seller, as a landlord and a tenant, as a broker and a principal. And I've learned to take a hard look at both sides and find the best solutions in commercial real estate and trying to navigate the ebbs and flows of the commercial real estate market. So let's get to it. Let's talk real estate. Before we get going, I want to do this week's shout out to my Aunt Sandy, who is one of our loyal listeners, and also to my cousin Preston. It's his birthday, so happy birthday. Uh, with us here today, uh, our esteemed guest is Craig Batley, uh, one of the owners of Burr White Realty, which is one of the oldest commercial real estate companies uh, in Newport Beach uh, and one of the largest in terms of property management uh, along the coast and on the peninsula. Craig, welcome to the show. Thanks uh, for coming on. Very great to be here. So uh, I know you are a longtime uh, Newport Beach and coastal Orange County guy. Burr White has been in business for, what, 54 years, uh, which is... 54 years in the same location. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and I'm sure that if you rewind the clock and take a look at all the changes that you've seen along all of Orange County's coast and certainly down on the peninsula, it's been a crazy ride in terms of not only just the value and the prices of the real estate, especially in today's market, uh, but just in terms of the development and redevelopment and growth of the whole area. Well, of course, in, in Newport Beach, you have a, a lot of properties uh, that have been in, in the under, uh, you know, they redevelop them all the time. So they tear out, they tear down the old one, they build a new one. It's been going on for a long time. And the peninsula especially has uh, experienced that sort of phenomenon for a long time. Yeah, and, and as people say, they're not building any more beach. Uh, so it, it, Newport Beach has really become a, I want to say national, but worldwide destination for people to come and vacation and visit. Uh, that's uh, absolutely true. Uh, visit Newport Beach, uh, you know, is the uh, arm that promotes the city, and uh, they uh, they have a whole area that they they uh, concentrate on vacation rentals. It's a, it's an attraction. Uh, people have been coming down to uh, Newport Beach as a vacation rental since the early 1900s. Yeah. And they come from Los Angeles, they come up from San Diego, and in today's world, they're coming from Las Vegas and Arizona and the desert communities to get out of the heat in the summer. But now, really, it's, an, and you would know better than I, but they come from the Middle East, they come from Asia, they come from other continents and all over the country because they want to either come here and enjoy the, the beach and the water and the weather and, and what it has to offer. And that's absolutely true, and uh, they do come literally from all over the world. We have people from Russia, the Middle East, and uh, uh, London, uh, but most of the people that come down are in the Southern California area. Yeah, and there's plenty of market and plenty of demographic for it. So what I want to talk about today, I want to uh, pick your brain on a couple of things, but I want to start with the short-term vacation rental business and market, because most people don't really understand the dynamics of it or how it works. I'm certain there's a lot of our viewers and listeners out there that have shopped online for a vacation and gone on VRBO or other internet websites to try and look for a place to rent. But Newport Beach happens to be one of the biggest short-term vacation rental places, I would say, in the country, certainly on the West Coast. And you guys are in the thick of it. That's right. And, uh, you know, we do. There, there's a large clientele that it comes year after year. We have families that actually come to the same place, same location, same property, 
for the last 10 years. And they'll just keep booking it a year in advance, or if somebody comes, I'm assuming, and they rent a place and they like it and they really enjoy it, they call you the day they leave and go, I want to put down my deposit for next year. Right. We, we call that a rollover, and uh, they can tie the property up for the following year. And so the industry of short-term rental has really developed, I think, uh, over the past few years, and COVID has certainly had a whole bunch of uh, effects on it, both good and bad. Um, let's talk about that for a second. So if you rewind the clock uh, 12, 18 months and go back to March or April or May of last year, it was a disaster uh, with shutdowns and people couldn't travel and people couldn't get on a plane and no one was renting anything. True? Well, you, you, yes. You know, a lot, of the, a lot of the properties we had were, were fully rented and then people would call up and cancel for various reasons. So they, they didn't want to travel. They were sick. Uh, somebody died. We gave all the money back. Because uh, it wasn't really their fault for not uh, following through on their on their rental. Uh, then we had a kind of phenomenon where local people, state vacation people, from Newport Coast, Orange County area, Anaheim, Yorba Linda, they wanted to come down the beach just to get away uh, than just be cooped up in their house all day. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And even I assume that carries over into today's world as well. People from all over Southern California, instead of getting on a plane, dealing with the risk and the extra headache that goes along with traveling, they just get in their car and they come. Right. It's a great place to actually uh, come and visit uh, and stay uh, right there on the beach. I mean, Newport Beach has a lot of amenities, a lot of nice restaurants, and people enjoy that. And it's, it's a whole lot more convenient uh, rather than today with the traveling and the masking and the flying and all the trouble you have to go. And uh, so we do have a lot of local people coming down. And, and in a concept, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but if you have a large family or you have a big group of people, it makes a lot better sense for somebody to do a short-term vacation rental, rent a whole house or a whole property, even though you might think you're paying a premium, when you compare that to getting multiple rooms in a hotel and then having to buy food in the restaurant or go out to eat every time, this is a much better setup. Much better. And so it's actually a bargain compared to uh, what you say the alternative is renting a hotel. And a lot of the properties, you can you can choose a kind of a beach cottage type property, so a little more affordable, or you can choose a, a luxury multi-million dollar property. And it's still a better value. And, and you can rent you can rent a five or ten million dollar home if you wanted to. It's just going to cost you a little more. That's it. And and uh, there are people that do that. You wonder where these people come from. Where they pay uh, you know thousands of dollars a night. And, and the and the flip side of that is if I just had a couple of kids and wanted to come with my family and and rent two or three hotel rooms, I compare that to spending five hundred dollars a night for uh, getting a house. It's a better deal. Well, it's a home away from home, and, uh, uh, you know, people come to the same property year after year, and uh, the kids kind of grow up thinking uh, we had one time and somebody uh, uh, called us up and said, you know, our, our children believe we own this place because we come to the same place every year, and they they were disappointed to find out they didn't own it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And so let's fast forward on the short-term rental uh, market today. So disaster uh, re really all kinds of issues last year. And now uh, you tell me, I think I know the answer, but just gangbusters, right? Right. The uh, the, the uh, demand for short-term rental has gone up uh, quite a bit, uh, as you uh, point out. And the uh, the value uh, of, of, of having a short-term rental versus a hotel room for a family is, is huge. I mean, you have HomeAway, but uh, the internet platform, you have a VRBO platform. They've been promoting, they have a whole section right on their website. You can just click vacation rental. So it's a big uh, area that has uh, grown significantly in the last several years. And, and from the city's perspective, uh, they must love the vacation rental. Number one, it brings people from out of the area to experience not only Newport Beach and, and create uh, 
uh, uh, more of a reputation as a destination uh, place, but also it, it provides uh, services and amenities. I mean, it's great for the restaurants. It's great for the gift shops. It's great for all the businesses around. And they generate a significant amount of revenue as a result of the tax that they charge people for renting. Uh, that's correct. And in fact, uh, the peninsula, uh, kind of, especially during the summer, all the businesses rely on short-term uh, rental people coming down because uh, we have uh, literally several thousand rentals during the summer on the peninsula. And uh, the, uh, these are vacation people. They spend money. They go to their restaurants. They uh, buy things in the stores. Uh, the little businesses down there wouldn't really be able to stay in business without short-term rental. And you guys really are the the elephant in the room, if you will, in terms of the rental company, at least in Newport down on the peninsula. I know you do rentals in other areas in Laguna and Costa Mesa and other places, but in Newport, you manage hundreds of rental places. So you must have all types of prices, sizes, and get all different kinds of scenarios. Right. That, that's correct. We have a, a price range for everybody. And being in the same location for 54 years, uh, we have a reputation and people look us up on the internet. Uh, we've been on the internet since 1997 which is quite a long time. So we're on the first page in any, any, any searches. And uh, so we have a lot of people coming back and staying, uh, staying in our places. And uh, some people, they do it as a business, right? They hire you or another type of company similar to manage the whole process because it is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it, it is a time-intensive process. You are dealing with people checking in and checking out on a weekly or even even more frequent basis. And you're dealing with people that are complaining about a broken towel bar or my you know, sheet ripped or uh, the doorbell doesn't ring. And, and so you're dealing with all kinds of issues, uh, I'm guessing, right? Right. Uh, our places are, you know, maintained pretty well, so we don't have too many minor issues. But, uh, you know, the city of Newport Beach regulates short-term lodging, and uh, there's rules and regulations, and, and uh, we have noise ordinances. So you have to be careful who you put in these properties because we, we went to families pretty much exclusively. Families are going to take care of the place. They're going to respect the neighbors, and uh, it works out a lot better for the owners of the property and and the neighbors. And uh, that way you don't get in trouble with the city with the noise ordinances. Yeah, and you also protect the property. So if you don't have the fraternity party at your place, uh, it'll probably wear better in the long term. Right. Um, vacation rental category is designed for families, and that's who we primarily we, we exclusively rent to. And, and so let's shift gears a little bit because the short-term vacation rental market also, in my opinion, dovetails into the longer term. So if I rent my property on a short-term rental basis, I could do it all year round. I might get somebody to come for Thanksgiving or Christmas, but you know, uh, this week in uh, Newport where it's uh, pelting rain and it's not uh, that warm, you're not going to get uh, as many takers, if any. And, and so there are ebbs and flows. People make a killing in the summertime, which is the peak season. What do you do the rest of the year? Well, many of our properties uh, are rented year-round vacation rental, and because you have the uh, the holidays, you have the you have Thanksgiving, you have Christmas, you have the spring break, and uh, the the vacation category is a popular category in general. You'd be surprised how many people just want to get away for a while. So, uh, so from the standpoint of a year-round short-term uh, lodging uh, property, it's uh, it's actually quite lucrative. On the other hand, uh, some properties don't really fit the category quite as well, so we have winter rentals. And people come down and they'll uh, rent a month or two or or even six or even nine months. In fact, quite a few UCI students come down yeah. and rent. And, and so that makes up the difference so that if I do the weeklies in the summer, then I can supplement it either with my, my options as an owner. There would be I either continue to do the short-term rental and try and pick up additional weeks where I can 
or I go to the winter rental and just try and secure it and maybe take a little bit less, but then I know I got somebody in there. Right. If you want to maximize your income, uh, a summer winter program is the best way to go. And, and how does that compare to if I own a property and I just rent it to a regular rental? Uh, so, so my regular renter, he brings his own furniture. He brings his own sheets and towels. In a short-term rental, I, I got to provide all of that stuff for somebody, and I've got to maintain it and monitor it. But I'm assuming at the end of the day, if done properly, there's a premium for doing the short-term. Right. Uh, in a normal, uh, you know, long-term rental, you get 12 months of income a year. In a, uh, in a uh, furnished vacation-type rental, if you rent stuff for the winter, let's say you're getting about a 15-month uh, premium. And the 15-month premium, is that after paying the taxes and dealing with the fallout and the management fees, or is that a gross number? Well, you get you get three additional uh, in, uh, months of income versus a 12-month income long, yeah. long-term lease. So, I mean, it's it, in, my, in my history with it, it's about a 20% premium plus or minus to do the short-term uh, versus just doing a longer-term lease. You definitely net, net more money if you go uh, summer-winter type rental Got versus it. a long-term. Now, in today's market, uh, we all know that the housing market is very tight uh, for long-term rentals, whether you want to rent a house or you want to rent an apartment. Very difficult for folks out there in today's world looking for places. Limited inventory, prices going up, rents going up. H- how does that then feed to um, the the rental market as a whole? I mean, there's very few places down at the beach, partly because a lot of these people are taking advantage of the short-term rental. It chews up the inventory for longer-term options. Well, there is some of that going on. There are people that say, well, buy a property. That was a long-term pro- property, and they t- try to you know, convert it to a short-term rental. Uh, the city of Newport Beach still regulates that quite closely, and quite frankly, uh, with the new regulations they have, uh, you really can't get a short-term rental uh, permit anymore, which means you can't rent less than 30 days. So if you have the short-term rental permit, it should add value to the property at the end of the day and gives you the ability to have flexibility in doing what you want to do with it. Right. The city allows a transferability of a short-term rental permit. So if you buy a short-term lodging property that has the permit in place, it can be transferred, and therefore the property is worth more money. And you do, the other side of your business is sort of this smaller property, one to four unit investment property, not only in Newport, but in the surrounding cities as well. And so how have the rents been in terms of where you've seen them move for just those kinds of regular properties? It's amazing. Uh, it's uh, the rents that do they continually go up, and um, if you rent a place, uh, let's say um, for a, a year, there's automatic increases built into the uh, into the lease, and it doesn't seem to be that much pressure um, to uh, keep the rents lower. They just keep on going up. Yeah, and and uh, what we've seen, at least with our own stuff that we own is the, the properties that do become available, they get rented up, at least in today's market, very quickly. Uh, and there's a lot of takers. That's correct. Sometimes you have, you have oftentimes you have multiple applications and you can choose and pick and choose and get somebody a, a very good tenant. Yeah, and it makes it hard for folks that have two dogs or need a big yard area. It limits your inventory or it limits your options or some landlords don't want uh, you know pets or charge extra or those kinds of things. It's, it's really difficult on a, a renter in today's world, I think. On the peninsula, if you want to have a pet, it's near impossible to find a place. And, and so on your longer term places, if they would even allow the pet, do you charge pet rent or a pet deposit uh, in case they mess up the carpet or um, just for the inconvenience of it? Absolutely. We charge a, a pet deposit. It can be as much as $1,000 or more. Yeah. And um, people will pay it. 
but we don't really allow it that often. Most properties, uh, most owners do not want a pet in their property, especially if it's furnished and, and it's going to be converted to a summer rental. Yeah, but also look, if you're, again, with the short-term rental stuff, if you want to stay in a hotel, while some hotels do it now and they charge a premium, a lot of places you can't bring your pet. So you, they're part of the family, you bring them and you pay. People love their pets, they'll pay. Yeah, true. Now, in terms of the investment market for these uh, short-term, uh, not short-term, but for these one-to-four sort of properties, uh, what what at least I've seen, and I'm curious as to your opinion, is the values and the prices for these one-to-four investment properties have really shot up here in the last six months or so. And, and it's interesting because uh, you'd think coming out of the whole COVID that the prices would be somewhat flat, but they're, they're just not. They're through the roof. Partly is because of, I think, the low interest rates and partly is because people are, are still looking for places to put their money. And I think, I'm curious what you do, that the uh, that buying property in Orange County is a good investment and it's going to go up in the long term. You know, it depends on the time period you're talking about. But property in Orange County has never really gone down over, let's say, a five or ten year period. It, it continually goes up and it goes up uh, rapidly. I mean, the last few several years, properties have gone way up. And... Uh, like you say, especially on the peninsula in Newport Beach, they only made so much of it. And it's, it's oceanfront, steps to the sands, steps to the ocean, steps to the bay. It's, a, it's in high demand. And uh, the rental rates are very high, too. I mean, you can rent an oceanfront uh, place, uh, a, a nice house, let's say a newer house, for fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a month, even more. Yeah. And, and so uh, it's crazy, but it rents, right? There are people out there that will pay that. And we'll pay it on a long-term or even a short-term basis. That's correct. The buyer for these smaller properties, is it the local guy from Southern California who wants an investment property? Is it the foreign money from Asia or from the Middle East? Is it uh, the out-of-state guy who wants a place to come part of the year? Is it all of the above? Well, it's mostly about the local people. I would say uh, uh, of the properties we manage, uh, about um, 85% are all Orange County, uh, even maybe... uh, some LA people, so it's mostly local people that own these properties. A lot of the properties that they, uh, that we manage and rent uh, have been in the family for you know many years. Right, and and they just keep it, and then they either hire a company like you or whatever they're doing with it. It's they sort of pass it on from generation to generation. That's correct, and uh, if you if you look at the alternative of owning a property, let's say in Newport Beach or along the uh, the uh, peninsula, and you you said, well, maybe I'm going to sell it. Then you, what's the alternative? Where are you going to put the money? And uh, you uh, analyze things and you decide it's, it's best to keep with the property you have. Yeah, no question. Uh, and if you look at other parts of the country, we talk about it all the time in our office, wouldn't you be better buying apartments in Michigan or in Dallas where you get a better cash flow return and uh, you don't have these kind of ups and downs and swings in the markets and earthquakes and floods and, and all kinds of political drama and the reality of it is at the end of the day, California real estate will do better in the long term than other parts of the country. Absolutely. It has. Absolutely. The appreciation is phenomenal. And, and the guy who wants to get in and either fix something up or own it and flip it and then take the money and go do something else, that's pretty rampant as well. The issue is uh, the barrier to entry is pretty difficult here. Yeah. You have to be. Um, you have to either have investors help you or you have to be uh, fairly well-to-do in order to buy a property and then uh, have the money to fix it up. And, uh, and you need to be able to maintain that uh, over a period of time to uh, complete the project. And, and what's, while well, no one has a crystal ball, what's your prognosis for where you see the market going, at least over, let's just call it the next six to 12 months? Do you continue to see, because of the low interest rates, that the prices continue to climb? I mean, is there no, no ceiling to it? People talk about the bubble. Uh, do you think there's a bubble? What do you think? 
No, I don't see a bubble here, especially along the coast. Mortgage money is so inexpensive today, it's almost free. So uh, people are, are uh, taking advantage of the low interest rates and, and still buying property. And I think the other dynamic of it, if you look at the stability of the market, is supply-demand. You just go back to the simple uh, premise that if there's just not that many places around, even if some of them are overpriced or not very nice, they're going to sell at the end of the day. And uh, that continues to fuel the market because you don't have things to pick from. Not only is inventory uh, uh, short uh, supply out there, I mean, there isn't there is that much property to even choose from right now. So people are keeping their property. They don't want to sell it. Because if they want to trade, they can't find what they want anyway, right? Right. Uh, you, you know, they, uh, they don't want to trade down. They want to trade up. And so uh, it's just in most cases these days, it's just uh, uh, the best choice is to keep it. And I think that fuels, and I was talking to someone at a party over the weekend, and he said, well, we're looking at buying another place. We want more space. And then he said, I, I couldn't find what I wanted. Everything was really expensive. I think we're just going to add on and do a remodel where we're at. And so you have a lot of that going on. Tremendous remodel, especially in Newport Beach. I mean, you can hardly drive down the street in Newport Beach where there's not a remodel going on or, or a brand new piece of property. You, you see a property uh, you've driven by uh, for years, and all of a sudden you drive by and it's torn down. They're building a new property. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, in going forward, I mean, your advice for people that are looking to get into the investment side uh, in the coastal areas is what? Just be patient? Uh, is it uh, wait and see? Is it, you know, if you find something, jump on it? What do you tell people? You find something, you jump on it, because uh, there's really no such thing along the coast, especially in Newport, where uh, you hope to have the market go down and you can get a better bargain. It's not going to happen. The the, uh, the worst case scenario is it, it's, it plateaus, but it's not going to go down. So if you want to buy a property, you buy it now. You, you think you'll pay more later than you will today. Absolutely. Yeah, and I tell people that too. And it's hard for people to swallow that that haven't seen the ups and downs of the market or are, are just of the belief that nothing goes up forever, which it doesn't. But if you're in it for the long haul, you want to make a good buy. And then if you're keeping it, I think you'll do well at the end of the day, especially in Orange County. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you're forced to sell at, at, an, uh, you know, at a time where maybe the market is down a little bit, uh, you might uh, break even instead of make that much money. But uh, the chances of losing money along the coast is very slim. And if you're forced to sell in today's market, you'll do very well. Absolutely. You'll have Multiple offers oftentimes. True. So we've only got a minute left. Uh, what's one thing, I guess, that you'd leave our viewers and our listeners with relative to uh, the market and uh, 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 a thought for them to take home with them today? Well, if, uh, if a person is thinking about buying a property in Newport Beach, especially on the peninsula, where you have the bay on one side, the ocean on the other side, and the inventory is, is, is slim, if you have the wherewithal, uh, you, should, uh, you should buy it now. Don't wait. If you're thinking about uh, investing along the, the coast there in Newport, uh, there's no better time to buy than right now. The primary reason is because the money uh, is so cheap. Yeah. The mortgage rates are so low. And uh, in the long run, you'll be a lot better off. So short short answer is buy it now, uh, keep it, and hire you to manage it, and you'll make them some more money. Well, you know, uh, a lot of people, they don't want to pay the fee. They think they don't want to pay the management fee. They actually, you you save money. By having professional management, because you uh, uh, you have less, uh, you have vendors that they don't charge as much money to take care of the property, and then they raise the rent regularly, and so uh, actually, property management pays for itself. And the headache and the drama alone is just not worth it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. Exactly. Well, good. I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, we appreciate your insight and your input. It's a, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, you've been doing it so long. You've seen uh, the market go from up and down and across, and 
Uh, we'll look forward to uh, more great things going forward. Um, I uh, I, I want to give a thanks to uh, everybody who's made the show possible, our producer, uh, Sophia, our engineer and announcer, Paul, and the whole team here uh, at uh, OC Talk Radio. If people want to uh, reach you, how do they find you? Well, we're at, we're at 2901 Newport Boulevard on the peninsula, and our phone number is 949-675-4630. We've had that number for 54 years. And then there's you have a website as well, right? It's Burr White. BurrWhite.com, B-U-R-R-White.com. And if you're in Newport, you can just drive up and down. You'll see a bunch of his signs along the way. Everybody and all of our listeners and viewers out there, uh, thanks again for tuning in. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk some more real estate. Great. Well, there you have it. Another reason to tune in each and every week as we say, let's talk real estate. Your weekly BS with Barry Saywitz about the real estate of real estate here in Orange County in Southern California on Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center.